Hello, and welcome back to the Bitter Jurors podcast. We are a queer survivor super fan podcast. Uh, coming back to talk about a season we continue to be very happy with, I think. Um, episode 5 of season 45, these 90 minutes, I think are really paying off. And we got, I think, a very, very fun tribal council this week. Um, I'm ex- we're here to talk about Kendra. We're here to talk about uh, the sandwich of it all. And I could not do it without being sandwiched between my two co-hosts, <laughs> Derek Reining and Sam Sanich. Oh, wow. You know, we, we, you thought, yeah, you're, you know what? I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. Well, it doesn't matter. I was going to make a French Eiffel Tower joke. Anyway, I agree the 90 minutes are paying off in a, you know, in a vacuum. But I think that what we don't talk about is the plight of the content creator and having to rewatch an additional 20 minutes of Survivor. <laughs> it really makes me have to wake up earlier. You know, I don't always get to go on my walk to get more coffee before we do these. So there's a lot. It's, it's tough out here for people making podcasts. <laughs> yeah, and... you heard it here at CBS. It's like, well, you're kind of fucking people over. So you know what? All the good stuff about 90 minutes, we don't need it. Sam needs that coffee. <laughs> and as as we make an, a 60-minute Survivor episode, we need an additional person to make a 90-minute Survivor episode. Mm. The, the, the Jeff would love these metaphors or whatever these are. Um, we are joined. Our, our season 42 train continues. Uh, we had Chanel. We had Mike. And now we have the wonderful Omer Zahir. Hello, hello, hello. Or I should it's a bird theme season. I should probably do a call like caca, caca. <laughs> Here we are. Or or should I do the cockatoo? It's actually much worse. Like Ooh, do it. Oh, but it, I don't might hurt the ears of everybody, but I'm ready. <laughs> that completely that just, completely cut out. It like didn't even Mike let was us like, hear it. this can't oh, be heard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well that maybe it's meant to be that way. Yeah. Because I'll they have they're loud. I'll edit in an actual engine. call. I'll edit okay, in an actual perfect. call. You'll be perfect. That's amazing. Okay, is my mic cutting out a lot though? No, it was no, just, it was that. just <laughs> okay. when they make when you make a weird like one time I was trying to do like a like tongue a tongue pop, pop over yeah. the microphone as well, and the the Google Meet was like, "We're not sending this noise." Oh, maybe it's oh that you know what that's censorship though. Like, what if somebody was actually being killed, and that's the way to like help them out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how one of the unfriendeds goes, right? Never seen him, but probably. Unfriended? I've seen the first unfriended. Very funny. I've that's seen the second I mean. one, and it was pretty good. Well, I mean, it was, like, <laughs> bad, but in a good way. You know? Oh, wait, that social media one where there's, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. the first one. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I've also seen Missing, which is, like, the same thing, um, all told on a computer. And oh. that's the sequel, not the John Show one, but the one where Storm Reed was, like, Stop scrolling. Yeah. My mother is missing. My mom is missing. Yeah. That makes zero sense. <laughs> I love all of those weird reaction gifts. Anyway, Survivor. Yeah. Oh, I mean, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to get into it. It's People don't know when they're listening, but this is pretty early, especially for me, because I usually wake up at 11 o'clock on the weekend. <laughs> um, so I'm going to have to get some caffeine. I'm going to... Uh, nothing like an early morning DP, you know? Oh, wh- wow. We've mentioned <laughs> about Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower, yeah. train, and now DP. <laughs> it's only 11 a.m. Uh, well, this is a. my favorite foursome we've had so far. This, uh, <laughs> there we <yeah>. go. <laughs> oh, wait, you didn't like Aussies. <laughs> 
Um, oh uh, man. Um, what else? Um, Bukaki. Okay. I don't know. Homer, <laughs> uh, what are you thinking about Survivor 45 so far? I love it. I think it's the best. Um, okay. I'll say it's the best new era season, but I will say there's a possibility that others could have been had they had 90 minute episodes. So like, mm-hmm. justice extended. for 42. That's what I'm saying. I feel like if 42 had 90 minutes, it would like very easily have the crown still. I think 45 is just, you know, has the benefit of that mm-hmm. format. It's kind of like the Chris Underwood of it all. You know, it's like yeah. he benefited from a format. Do we knock him for mm-hmm. that? I don't know. <laughs> Agreed. I also think that actually I do. Proportional. <laughs> yes. Wow. Challenge haters. You're probably throwing him into every elimination too. Um, I think that also pro- disproportionately 44 would have benefited from 90 minutes um, yes. because their story was so heavy on three people, which were very entertaining people, but they didn't really build up an opposition very well. So it was hard to, you know, in the edit, if you don't know those people in real life to care about the opposition and maybe 90 minutes could have made that so that it meant more when they were slaying them. I know. Think about how much more fixated I would have been on Jamie if we had had additional (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Jamie would have been more than one-dimensional? Do her justice, editors. Um, She has two dimensions. Worms and smiling i forget what my love and she she did swallow the worms yes that's impressive jamie Mm -hmm. my kendra did place club (laughs) oh wow we've been talking so much about the eighth placers but like maybe sixth is where it's actually at yeah it's true you have amber him powers actually you of all people should understand (laughs) queen amy cusack sixth placer exactly yeah thank you i'm clearly not doing enough to educate my boys clearly not (laughs) educate put in here for a season full-time and and they still don't know and uh (laughs) courtney merritt Uh, oh yeah (laughs) Uh we don't own her we don't we don't claim her omer (laughs) we don't claim her She's I in want... the Dan SP star LO category. <laughs> <laughs> He's also sick, She's... unfortunately. Oh, well, I always forget about that. Woof. Yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe, you know, we've got some iconic six placers, but maybe we should evaluate the category more clearly before we pronounce it. We're actually fine if we just exclude the Dan's, like, yeah. including Worlds Apart. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, never, I never finished Island of the Idols, so it doesn't exist in my brain. So, okay, that's fair. <laughs> I used to, yeah, I've, I've, semi-frequently thought about sixth place as the america's sweetheart boot uh which i think I mean... holds up for like half of them and then the other <laughs> half it's like what <laughs> debatable <laughs> um so omer it sounds like you are enjoying 45 so far yeah yes. bird themed okay. yeah 90 minute episodes ex- excellent character development a very good cast mm-hmm. i don't mind the quitters so much because i think i mean i don't like quitting i don't believe in it but I think that it is interesting from a social perspective. And also, it's something I wouldn't want to happen every season. But all these, you know, people on their high horse of Lynn Spillman would never. And um, <laughs> this has never happened before. And this new era <laughs> casting is so trash. Like, did you not watch all the other people before this show? Like Austin, <laughs> Shauna, um, Ashley Ashby, you know, wanted to get voted out too. <laughs> Fan favorite Jeff Wilson, like, come on, <laughs> one quarter of the Micronesia cast, like, yes, <laughs> truly. I agree. Yeah. It like quitting doesn't. I don't 
care. It, but it makes it, what makes me laugh about season 45's quitters is that everybody keeps looping Brandon in with them also <laughs> about like oh, people who yeah, shouldn't have been out there. And it's Ridiculous. just like, what do you, they're like, the casting totally flopped this year. Can you even believe it? I mean, how did we get these three people? It's like Brandon played and was voted out. He just like wasn't great at challenges, which is like, he was gold, a, a fine Jeremy thing gold. to do. <laughs> I agree. He was and worthy also, and he was pure gold. How many people have been so bad at challenges and we've been like, wow, that's iconic. Like Jatia? Come on. Brandon is fun. the new era Jatia. Carolyn was <laughs> terrible at challenges. And yeah. we love that. Sari in this season of Big Brother, and also all of her Survivor <laughs> Every season, seasons. except <laughs> two subjects. Except when she sat on Sally, that was she was really good at that challenge. <laughs> Omer, where, on one to ten, where do you put your challenge performances? Okay, like, do we are we grouping all total challenges? Because my puzzle is like a nine, sure. and I'm, my swimming is a three, but my overall, I think, is probably like a okay. People, you know, people don't. Okay, uh, let me clarify things for everybody here. One, if you watch all those challenges, especially towards the end of the game, who was always like behind Jonathan and Lindsay? This guy. And they didn't even show on the final episode when I sunk one of the balls in the maze. They just skipped over that, which I felt would to be disrespectful. But then also, um, you know when they said Jonathan held the ladder up single-handedly? Do you remember that? In the yeah. water, yeah. If you hear Jeff saying that, but what you didn't see is that when he held the ladder up unilaterally, it fell. And when there's you cut to the shot where we actually get it, my foot is in the corner of that ladder helping hold it up. And so I would like to put that on record. Thank you. Wow. Um, not to say he didn't do 90% of that challenge, but there, you know, my foot did help. The other get 10%. Lindsay up that ladder. And we are the only tribe that finished that challenge. So, mm -hmm. period. But if you do Google me swimming, that's the picture that we can <laughs> Okay, I'm adjusting your Brant steel like AI to add one extra point to challenge strength. So yeah, like a seven, like maybe a six, <laughs> a six to seven. I think they're just protecting you. They're like, you know what? He's coming back. They don't. We don't want him to be voted out of the challenge beast. So right, right. That that must be it. And you know what? With Carson, you know, I have to knock myself from the puzzles down a notch because sure. I don't know. But now it's going to be completely refreshed puzzles. Who knows which one of you will uh, be better? Right. Right. But you know what? I have felt that since the island, I've had a bit of brain fog. So I think I'm dumber than I was before. Mm. <laughs> oh, you're like Crystal Minkoff from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't know what that yeah. is. But, um, too deep of, that's trust, too deep of a yeah. cut. Yeah. <laughs> season is um they say that wisdom comes with age but i'm proving them wrong oh <laughs> you know it's for the true. rest of the conversation derek you make housewives references omer make uh challenge references i'll talk about big brother and christine yes. can talk about super nanny france yes <laughs> oh oh yeah How are there is there more than one season of super nanny france there's several french <laughs> several. so it's some french super nanny her name is sylvie there was this account on Twitter for a while, like in early COVID, where they someone who was making the funniest edits of like French super nanny clips, like, and she they kept getting like cease and desists from the French super nanny because you're like you're ruining my brand. But the account's still up. Oh. Most of the jokes like probably won't land if you don't speak French, but like yeah. some of the videos are very funny. She's camp. She is high camp. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll be like, this is just like the time she 
tripped in the parking lot and sprained her ankle and made a funny noise. Yeah. I know <laughs> we've barely talked about Survivor, but I do want to ask you as um, uh, a bilingualist, is that mm -hmm. a, dual, yeah. a duolingualist? A I don't know what the term is. <laughs> a um, I don't know who that is still. I did tweet that once and nobody answered me. So, well, actually, no, they did, but I still don't. I don't still, still don't know the answer. Future but, Nostalgia um, is an incredible album that you should listen to as soon as we finish the podcast. Honestly, just right now. We'll have it right playing now. in the background. All right. Yeah. Um, but like as a, a duolingualist, um, when you hear like Beaver, do you think Castor? Or do you, when you hear Castor, do you think, oh, Beaver? Or do you think of that language just being that language? Uh, it kind of depends on like, this sounds weird, but it kind of depends on like what mindset I'm in. Like, it's like if I've been speaking a lot of French, like around people and like reading a lot of French more like in my brain is more in the mindset of like um thinking in that language than I will but like right now I would probably be like Gasto be to Beaver um okay gotcha. but like when I was like like really more like ingrained in it like like when I lived in Paris I lived in uh a, a French host family they didn't speak any English I was taking classes in French at a French university. All my bandmates were French. That was like when my brain was more like fully and like defaulting she's gonna to be, French. She's going to be a French nanny, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, enough about me and, and um, my uh, French abilities. One more small, I want one more opinion from you, Omar, before we get into like more of the episode. Uh, the, so obviously, I know you love the bird idol. But I have um, notes on the bottom. I think sucks. it's it sucks. What oh. could they have done to make like a two-part bird idol better? Well, okay. So part of me, first of all, I think that um, the the bottoms of these idols often do suck. Mm -hmm. The one on our season was trash. You know, it looked like a pile of garbage. And when we came in second place, we almost didn't even want it. I would rather go to tribal than have that. But I will say that comparatively speaking, this bottom is better. How, however. I think that they could have done one of two options, in my opinion. One is, do you have the body of the pelican, but then you are decapitating it every time you split it up? And I think that that's kind of camp. I like that. Mm -hmm. However, the other option is, many people don't know that one of the common diseases of the pelican is... Um, <laughs> no, actually kind of, but oh. um, like bumblefoot, but they, they, they get oh. pouch mites. So what if it's like a giant mite that it sits atop? <laughs> Or more realistically, what about a what about a nest? That's what I was gonna that, say. Yeah. That works. yeah. I, I I'm pretty sure Philippines idols is like one is a big chicken and the other is a little chicken. But like that, that's, that's so great. Yeah. What happened to the two separate? I mean, I would love if the pelican you open the mouth and then the second one is a fish that's like in the mouth. That would be cute. Oh. Or a pouch mite, also in the pouch. Mm. Oh, it like gets in their like big thing. Yeah, yeah, the big that's, big pouch. That's so sad. Oh, yeah. I preferred it when I thought they just had bumblefoot, whatever that is, because that sounds cute. Sounds like no, a warrior it's, it's cat. Much, much worse. Oh no. <laughs> Have you ever had a cheese wonton from sushi? Um, no. I've had a yeah, I've had a cheese wonton. <laughs> that's what okay. it's like. It's like a little ball of pus. Oh no. Yeah. Poor little guys. Yeah. <laughs> or unless they're mean, in which case, fuck them. No, no, yeah, no. what's the vibe? What's the vibe? Okay, Austin. Okay, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, are, are there any mean birds? I guess I should ask that. Question. Oh, there's lots of mean birds, but you know what? They deserve to be, and that's their right. And actually, mm -hmm. we live in their world, so if they're going to be mean to us, we probably deserve it, actually, 99% of the time. 
They're, they literally was, can fly. They are better than us. Yeah, the most dangerous bird in the in the world, the cassowary. It killed a little boy in New Zealand, but oh. or no, um, in Australia. But you know what that little boy did right before? He was throwing rocks at it. So self defense. Yeah. Die, die. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, you deserve it. Um. Yeah. Um. Okay. Enough <laughs> about child death from birds. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about the death of a who even got voted out this episode. Brando. 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 Of, of Brando. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I love war. Brando. I think he was great, and Same. I'm sad we didn't get to see more of him. I think it's yeah a, a crime that they purpled him right before he left. I think that having a zero zero before your vote out is disrespectful, personally. Um, but better than a Rebecca Borman zero zero zero, you know what I mean? It's true, but there's a, something we, in the novelty of that, you know. Yeah, but I think that what's interesting to me is um, how could Brando have saved himself? And I wonder, in hindsight, perhaps going down the nerd route to show his smarts was the wrong choice, but maybe subtly plant seeds that there's a girls' alliance oh. from Bello, you know. Wow, there's nothing that threatens a man more than a <laughs> yeah. girls' alliance. I mean, you're really preaching to the wrong choir, but I do agree that probably would help. <laughs> yeah, I think that probably would have been the better pitch. Fortunately, um, survive. Yeah. I mean, come on. I don't understand how he didn't survive. I mean, I I will come out and say I don't think Drew is good at Survivor. No, but I, oh, Austin ooh, saved him. Austin saved him. I just don't understand. <laughs> Why would they like Kendra was giving them nothing basically? And Brando was like, Hey, I want to work with you. I think that we're like boys, we like love all the same stuff. Here's my shot in the dark, like, let's vote out Kendra. And not even like to like lie to him, they're like, Yeah, absolutely. Like, they don't even go, they don't even give him that, they don't even consider it. They vote him out. What was that about? <laughs> I don't know. I see it. If, if they think he's smarter than her, which they might be underestimating her, um, I think that. It's fair to take, you know, take out your opposition before it gets there. And it seems like he was the center of Bello. So I think it was the right choice. But I think that, um, you know, maybe he exposed his brain as a strategist too early. I'm not sure. Yeah, I agree, Sam. The, it's I, it's like as soon as Austin was like not at camp, it's like Drew just like floundered hard and he needed, you know, his boo thing to come help him, which is fair, you know. They're a potential epic duo, according to this episode. So we'll see how that pans out. I don't remember that being said. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Drew said that if they got split up, it would be the end of a potential epic duo. Epic duo. Oh, is that is epic duo, epic duo Lipa something? There's something there. <laughs> so we're not Drew Austin fans on this podcast. I mean, I, I, I like love... Austin. That's not what I said at all. <laughs> I like Austin. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Some of um, our worst Survivor players are our, our favorite characters. Yes, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, Drew seems like a nice boy, but it's like if I, my choice is like either Drew stays or like a Kendra stays, I'm picking Kendra quite literally every time. Like that's just <laughs> the way it is. Right. You know, with Drew, I thought um, I thought that he was playing a um, like a almost like an undercover game where he was going to pull off the mask and be totally ruthless and um, and that he was just setting up this thing early on where he looks more honest than he is. But then every episode that goes by, it's like you could have lied there and he chose not to. What do we think about that? I think he's just a child still. He's like, what, 23, right? Mm hmm. So I just think he's like. And he's a super fan, like super duper fan. So I think he's like, I don't want to be seen as like a bad person. I don't know. I just think when you're 23, you are like 
not capable of like thinking that many steps ahead i feel like or at least i was not mm. at 23 so i don't know i would love to see drew just like go evil mode i don't know he talked about the jekyll and hyde thing in the premiere but it's That's ever true. since then he's just been like it's just jekyll blubbering <laughs> yeah the turning down the alliance to brando's face was really bad that could have backfired him all, on him a lot worse because like brando could have gone on more of the offensive there i mean the brando what brando did like nearly fucked drew over by like planting kind of some doubt in in, em in emily but just why not just say yeah like sure <laughs> and like it's just that it's just i don't know omar like what do you agree? Like, if someone throws you alliance, you just agree to it, even if you have no I do intentions? think you have to say yes. I think there's certain scenarios where you should say no, like when it's, um, but those days almost seem gone now. Like the days of um, the big alliance that's going to pick off the minority alliance. And then if you give them the minority an inch, they'll take a mile to try to flip things. But this is like, this is pre merge. There's two other tribes. You're, you don't know if you'll need Brando at the merge i think it's a big mistake personally especially because like if you say no because you're like well i have the numbers i'm gonna vote him out like you go, you go to tribal if brando plays an idol it's like okay now you're going to the merge and he knows you absolutely don't want to work with him. like <laughs> <laughs> what's the thought it's just a strange strange decision um but i was just happy that it was between drew and brando the whole episode our girlies were safe hallelujah yeah. So Omar, what are you? What are your thoughts on Kendra? Because as I oh. obsessed, 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 obsessed. I knew you would love Kendra. I love Kendra <laughs> too. I think she's so funny. And you know, I've been waiting to be seen, but um, and I feel seen by Kendra. Oh, okay. No, there's, there's, there's two. Kendra is Drew and Basile in that she has two very opposite sides. <laughs> so oh, my yeah. theory always has been that if Kendra and I had been cast on the same season, we would have been put together um, to conflict because of the astrology thing. I hate <laughs> astrology and I don't believe in it. I think it's stupid, but it can be used in a funny way. And so I think Kendra actually does use it in a funny way, but I did always say in casting. And actually one point they did your psych eval and they were like, what do you, or do you like astrology like one to five? And I was like, very quickly to say zero and then the person laughed and they were like you'd love coach wouldn't you and i was yeah. like no <laughs> um but then but then on the other side kendra the fact that she can like hiss like a cat just for no reason i do that at work all the time <laughs> i will you know my best hiss is like um just to tell people you know where i'm at mentally and i think that that's so funny that she does <laughs> That is fully and like, she's feral. Like I wanted to like pull out my rabies vaccine and just dart her with it, but um, <laughs> I love that. I, I'm thinking of you like carrying that around like it's like an epipen. Like in case there's like <laughs> yeah. someone with rabies around you, you yeah. just do that. Um, I mean, I feel like Kendra is like every all of my best friends in middle school. Like these girlies who you know sometimes they're a cat. They love astrology. I I bet uh, Kendra had great taste in like YA fiction and um, Cookie Monster sweatpants. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's the vibe. So I'm like, I Kendra, it's like I there's just like a, a kismet there. It's just like we are. I, I need like you're like we would be put on a tribe together for conflict. I would be put on a tribe to become uh like the best man at Kendra's wedding somehow. You know, you're a potential <laughs> epic duo. Yes, a potential epic you. duo. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, okay, Drew. I also um, liked when she was talking about 
the worm and like Drew being mm. the worm, she did a motion with her face where she kind of looked like a baby bird, like waiting to be fed a worm. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny that you say that because I feel like she is a kindred spirit in some ways. Like when my okay, this is probably t TMI, but my brother in law will sometimes bring around um, vitamins for the children, and then I will also <laughs> do the baby bird, like me too. <laughs> you know so like me and kendra like it's there i love her but they they would have cast us hating each other and i don't mm -hmm. think that would have been the case kendra spirit. like jonathan and i they thought that <laughs> they put me on jonathan's tribe because i was like you know that alpha male that thinks that they're a an alpha but they're really a beta and they never deserve to win that's what i hate on survivor <laughs> and so then they put him me on with jonathan but we got along great oh besties for life mm-hmm <laughs> and he saved me from drowning. I saved him from getting voted out multiple times. And your foot, your foot kept that ladder up before him. So yeah, and he needs to know that he does. So put him in it. Put him in his beta place. You're the real alpha bird here. I am tired of the silence about Omer's foot's contribution to the challenge. What, get, yeah, you know what? We should screenshot that and show it to the world. Uh, put it up on wiki feet, wiki feet. <laughs> we need the people yeah. to know is there a strength um like uh what's the word uh, do, do they calculate foot strength on wiki feet mm. is the question that's I'm a good question uh, i don't know um but also that's why i feel a kindred connection to d because i have abnormal feet as well like the large toe gap like Omar, I you are on wiki feet there. I know. Aww. I know. Uh, wow. <laughs> 5.33 stars out of five. How is that Damn, possible? Damn. Whoa. You're taking AP classes? <laughs> See, the thing is, I have very like um, niche feet. You know, D's feet, oh. my feet, they're not for everybody. But then there's a subset of the population that really would be into it. And that's where the real money comes. You know, there's a dime a dozen regular feet. Thing is, I don't know how to get into the foot game. So Wait, I Omar, haven't profited what, from it. What is different about your feet? I have a huge toe gap between my big toe oh, and my little toes. I could fit another toe in there easily. Or easily. many other things. Yeah, and that's why I really wanted to do the um, the the challenge with the feet. You know, where they, they stack oh, the blocks. Oh, we block. pick up the yeah. blocks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have slayed that. But the other thing... Wait, Omar, what's your shoe size? I'm going to update what you mean. <laughs> oh, 10. Mm -hmm. 10. 10? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Can you update 10. it? That's so apparently. Oh, I'm not logged in. I'm not logged in. Oh, Wait, you, you have it. an account? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, apparently not. <laughs> Outrageous. Oh um, we also yeah. need your birthplace and birth date for some reason. Oh, why, do they, why do they need that? <laughs> I, I mean, I okay. So this is the okay. Also, like the other thing that's atypical about my feet is that they're flat-footed, like ducks. Ducks, mm. which um, I need to get orthotics to try to fix. But the real tea is that there's somebody, and I will not say who. I will not say who. So not um, really. So on Survivor Forty Two, that made many hundreds of dollars, maybe in the thousands. I stopped um, asking. Um, at nine hundred dollars, I stopped asking on on feet picks. Oh, hmm. let me look at the Survivor Forty Two cast. <laughs> yeah, who's got the who's got the dogs for that kind of dough? Who knows? <laughs> um, and honestly, I've seen their feet. I think that mine are better and could have made more, oh. but. Oh. Um, it is what it is. You're uh, you're all about the bringing the alphas down to the beta level. You're like my feet are better. I can uh, outdo a ladder thing. I don't remember. Um, yeah. I feel like I have normalish feet, you know. Um, so maybe my wiki feet rating would be <laughs> would not exceed a five. There's just like not a huge market for you in the feet world. Like you won't make that much money off of them. 
that's okay. That's the harsh truth I need to accept one day. You know, my friend has webbed feet. Oh, I have a friend with that too. Would probably do well in the niche market. Like a frog. It's between his pointer toe and his middle toe on both feet. (gasps) Yeah, I have a friend with a with web feet and an extra toe. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like coming off of one. Why? Why do they they work? Make so much money. Yeah, Yeah, it's just like a little one kind of coming off. Yeah, that's cute. Polydactyly. Yeah. Oh no! Like the cats with the mittens. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) where were we we even talking about? I'm was Brando the Zach, extra toe on his Tori turn? and Jenny <laughs> for the feet picks. Jenny? <laughs> Zach, Tori, or Jenny is who I'm guessing. Zach, maybe offline. Yeah, Zach, Zach feels correct because he's got the like social media acumen to like pull that off. You know? Mm. Oh, actually, can I plug something right now? Yeah. Um, depends. Um, Zach, <laughs> Zach Marianne, and I are auctioning off for charity um a chance to play mario party with us oh. and marianne is fucking crazy in mario party and Ooh. we we can really we can really get her goat you know we can really grind her gears and get an explosion if we need to so steal her star <laughs> steal her coins target her on everything you can with captain boo and it's for a good cause and you'll have a lot of fun so go to that ebay charity at hearts of reality um is it superstars or is it a different superstars is what they want to play i personally am not opposed to playing the other one on switch if they want but it seems marianne is very opposed to it so it's 20 turns and you can pick the horse stickers are a menace i agree i love the 76 dollars right now 76 (laughs) dollars yeah that's a that's such a good deal i feel like that should be in i should it's not that should be over 200 by the end of the, by the end of four days. someone bid 150 and they retracted their bid. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. When is the when is the bidding the deadline? I think it's like four days. So it's, thir- it's thir- this Thursday. This, so this Thursday this podcast is coming yeah. out on a Monday. That's so this and the Thursday. thing is, it's going to be on Zoom, so like we'll all be able to chat and you can ask whatever you want. We'll be chaotic. We'll be messy, and um, we will, and then we'll form an alliance against Marianne so that we can have some fun. I okay. love that side quest. EBay- in the eBay listing, the item specifics, the country of manufacture is Gabon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's the energy we're going to bring to it. That's yeah. Perfect. What a pull. yeah. Well, now I kind of want to bid on it just so I can tilt you by like spamming stickers. I love the Yoshi. The Yoshi noises are my favorite thing about playing superstars. Yeah. Yeah. It's like really good. so cute. It's like, how can you hate that? It's have you played joy. Yoshi's story on N64? Because I was just playing cute. it the other day on yeah. Nintendo Switch Online. Okay, it's offline, yours. I'll do my impression of it, too. Okay. <laughs> the um, singing Yoshi's at the end of the level. <laughs> okay, where I were thought, we Well, I thought if you guys don't uh, get enough money from the Mario Party, you guys can auction off uh, a tri-Abrahamic prayer. For, yes. for oh, the world needs it right now. <laughs> yeah. Damn the, sure. Yeah. Okay. Form the like, little triangle or the whatever. Triforce. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Triforce. Tri- back. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh so my God. good. Okay. I, we need to talk about Reba. <laughs> Reba. Um, we, need, we need to talk about Reba. Yeah. We didn't even get to the big like fireworks factory of the I episode. saw a, a suggested post that came up on my Reddit feed yesterday. What was like, why all the Reba hate? And I was like, oh, I didn't know that was something being discussed. I didn't know, uh, I didn't know people were hating Reba. 
but it was from our the voice and it was about her <laughs> about judging Reba McIntyre. Whatever. Oh, i never liked reba mcintyre oh uh, excuse me yeah hate hey you don't like fancy, you don't like, fancy? You, don't, you don't like the i don't like, know what that is the night <laughs> you need to listen yeah, i don't to know fancy. any of reba's music because i hate country music but i have only seen commercials of her on the reba show and she really pissed me off and i thought she was so annoying <laughs> And so off. it was done for me. But um, the Reba actually means goshawk in Fijian. So that's mm -hmm. what I like to think of. Mm -hmm. And also this whole Reba situation. My question is, Sifu, do you even do you think he bought at all that it might have been a this... lie? Because if he it, it, it like actually is impossible that they're right. all telling the truth. Because Unless someone he voted, voted for, for D. himself. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Somebody voted for D. Exactly. Someone just needed to say, I voted for D. And then be right. like he, and then like that that none of us voted for you. Yeah. I freaked out, voted for D. Like J Maya, we'll get to J Maya. I don't know what she's <laughs> <laughs> love her, but there's some messy gameplay this episode. Um, but like J Maya, Maya. If, she, if she slay Maya, if she wanted to like slay, she could have just been like played kind of like oh I got really scared kind of like make herself seem like less of a threat by being like I just threw a boat on D they could pretend to like be mad at each other um and make Sifu feel more comfortable right. that there's that like I just said the fact that they're all just like nope we all voted for Sean it's so Collectively, funny their reactions were really chaotic and messy <laughs> like they're all of them being like or no no uh, who I think it was Julie uh, let's not talk about this, right? Yeah, yeah. So we can I'm not ready to talk about answer. it. Like, come on. And then also, um, you know, I love. I will. I will never not stand Slay Maya, especially mm -hmm. as the fourth Indian on the show. Of course, ever. but um, I love watching her talk with Sifu because you can tell she wishes she was anywhere else <laughs> in the entire world. Um, it's like he's the Courtney Merritt, and I don't know, I'm not clear on as to why, but um, it's just so funny. It's like painful for her to sit there and have a conversation. His <laughs> rock garden uh, yoga is the air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I was bad for her too because clearly she got, got roped into this mm -hmm. like bit that he does, and she like clearly hates it. Um, <laughs> I, I love her so much. I, I agree, it's like I feel like. Obviously, the, I think it would be more believable if J. Maya had done it, but it's like if Julie had been like really thinking quickly, it would be kind of fierce if she was like, yeah, I voted for D. And then it's like, come emerge. People can be like, I don't think they're as tight as we think they are because Julie mm -hmm. threw a vote at D in the pre-merge. Um, obviously, they would, I don't know, that could get kind of screwy, uh, but I, I don't know. Uh, I that would have been fun to see. Yeah, I feel like the game bot, like if you had pr the processing power right. of a computer <laughs> while you're able to, while you're playing Survivor, Julie could be like, during the vote, when Sean was trying to quit, she tried to flip us all to vote for you. And so I voted for her in case Sean played an idol. And so you weren't the only person who had a vote, like that kind of thing. But like, yeah. that's me yeah five days after the episode aired like coming up with a plan uh it, so i don't know that you know that's really where the mind is at out there for yeah sure. the little known fact is that you have actually a decent amount of time yeah. after tribal council before you can even talk so mm -hmm. there is only time to sit there and think about what to do unless you get voted out then yet you have plenty of time to talk to anyone about anything apparently. yeah but even then you still have to wait like 30 minutes before those final words so you are in your thoughts mm. you know Sometimes with a giant spider in the tent. Oh, yeah. Personal. So experience. you're not a not a spider person, yeah. but 
Is that no. why you like birds? Because they eat spiders. Well, some birds, some spiders eat birds. Oh, Haven't you know that? You heard of yeah, horrifying. The Brazilian <laughs> bird eating spider. Don't like that. Mm -mm. Be normal. Be normal spiders. Like, <laughs> is he eating baby birds or like Adults. larger birds? Okay, okay, so bird it's actually a bit of a misnomer. Like, it ate a bird one time, and then people named all that. <laughs> but okay. they, just okay. don't, they mostly don't eat birds, but like they could. This is this is a real life example of spiders gay org. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, you don't know spider. It's like the the it's like a Tumblr post where it's like the average person eats like twenty spiders a, a year. Oh and yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spiders cool. Georg who eats who lives in a cave and eats ten thousand spiders a day is an outlier <laughs> and should not have been counted. And that was me butchering that copy pasta of it. Well, that's like almost exactly it. I think honestly. like manhook handhook cardor. Um, <laughs> that's actually also why it's so cruel um, that they take the buffs away for mergatory because. Because then you can't cover your face, you can't cover your orifice with um, the buff at nighttime. So you could easily end up as the Become girl. Spires Georg. Yeah, yeah. Or that girl who got the thing in her ear. Jenny. Jenny. Mm -hmm. Jennifer. Yeah. Jenny, the second boot of Survivor Co Wrong, the best season of the 30s, period. Oh, yeah. I love Co You can't Co Wrong, in my opinion. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh. Um, I also want to know, Omar. Like, so, like, I've been like, it's driving me crazy that. D and Julie are so convinced Sifu has an idol. Like, yeah. I just don't. Like, yeah, like they were there when Austin found it. Like, I do, what? What do you think is going on here? Is this like collective, like just like delusion? Like they've just convinced themselves? Are you? Or is when you're out there, are you just like so open to the possibility anything could happen that like you it causes you to play kind of a little more scared even if mm -hmm. i don't know like if just from your perspective what do you think is happening with that I narrative possibly i think for me what may be happening is that they i don't i'm very unclear as to why jay maya is so out on the outs with them like mm -hmm. this girl has nobody and clearly gravitates towards you so like why not use that and embrace it and move forward with it like i don't really fully get that there must be something there that we're not seeing that there's a disconnect as to why they don't trust her or want to work with her um it could be that maybe they're not strategically vibing like she goes very hard um for sifu over sean but it seems like d agreed with that so like i don't know where this disconnect is but a part of me is like I don't know if they fully believe it, but it is the least risky option to just go for it if they see them as interchangeable. But at the same time, I think it's a mistake. Like you've already written Sifu's name down. He doesn't trust you. So, you know, go with Jay, who clearly is putting everything she has into you. It, yeah. I mean, she. it's obvious that she does not want to work with Sifu and prefers working with the girls. And I do think that voting out Sifu would be the right move if they were to go to tribal again. But like, it's not like J Maya is stellar as an Alliance member. I mean, <laughs> during when they're like picking the people to go on the journey, they're like, well, I want to talk to Austin because I hope that he'll give me information <laughs> uh, in, from the other tribe. On and it's screen. like it's like no and what she's saying that while knowing he's like gonna go back to his camp and then go to tribal. And it's just like that's his reaction a, was so funny. He was I know like, I made the exact same face. <laughs> you know so what, good. guys? She's thinking on a 5D level that we just can't comprehend. 5D? That's that sounds yeah. like a great tribe. 
<laughs> five D's. Five D's. Yeah. Five D's and one Julie. Wow. I'd be fine. The number of toes. Um. I. Yeah. yeah I think. I. I feel like the disconnect, like we were talking about with J. Maya. Maybe it's just like they were so locked into that four that the idea of like a, like bringing her in just feels like wrong to them, and they like just don't mm -hmm. even want to consider it. But it does seem like J. Maya spends a, mistake, a lot of time. I think. Yeah, I agree. It's like they should be more open to it, especially if they like mm -hmm. have no idea when it works. Because this is a very early merge, I feel like, for 18 person mm -hmm. cast is 13. Um, so it's like they could they should have assumed that at least there was at least one more round after this. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it's maybe in the moment they're just like Jamai is not part of the group and like we want to keep it that way. Um yeah, we, I mean yeah. she's so young that I do wonder as well if I'm putting on my empathy hat. For a moment. Oh wow. If if it's possible that as such a young person, you know, when you go from having everything in your life to having nothing and being stripped away from everything, is the first three, four days are a huge adjustment period. Um, and it's really uncomfortable, and then you get used to it. And that's also partially why I think Hannah would have been fine had she just made it a few more days, um, because she would have gotten used to it. But in that time, is she going to sometimes um when there's that sort of uh, distress going on with your day-to-day -day life where you don't feel comfortable doing anything you kind of you either um, express that outwardly or you internalize that and I think a lot of Indian people when they are struggling internalize it a lot because um, it's not really like a lot of Indian households especially I don't really know what hers is like but um, you have to kind of like hide your emotions and not be too out there or emotional or like crazy looking and so you just kind of keep it in inside and and that can withdraw somebody when they're in a period of stress or, and when I get stressed, I don't talk to anyone. So like that is something that I can relate to. And maybe that is why they didn't connect very early on when the game moved so quickly. And then it's hard to reestablish that early on. And now I'm going to take my empathy hat off. <laughs> no, I want to actually don't Yeah, ignore everything I just said. I actually don't care. <laughs> oh, yeah, I agree 100%. She just seems like someone who like we always get shots of her. And obviously this is editing, editing, but it seems like she does spend a lot of time by herself, which is like there's nothing wrong with that. But in Survivor, that's just always something that's going to stand out to people. And yeah, I just think it's I don't know. Yeah, a rough couple first days, I think, is just what's keeping J. Maya on the out group, um, which is sad because I would love to see Slay Maya join up with her Reba Sistrin and be the final three. Mm -hmm. Agreed. But it does feel like this four person alliance is what was always going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think we kind of got away from Christine's original question, which was about like worrying that Sifu has an idol. Mm. Since we know that Austin and Drew have like, they, they know that Austin and Drew found that idol, like the advantage, but like, what but they also i think they know what it is and that like he has to like give up his vote to get yeah. more power and i think that if i were out there i'd be like okay well that can't be the only idol here yeah like, maybe that's be, it like there has to be one that's just like a pure immunity idol mm -hmm. right or it's just i feel like i i, I can definitely like you said christine it's like at first you're thinking yes they're like we know where the one idol is from Reboot Beach, but it's like they, the new era hasn't done a swap yet. So maybe they're thinking, oh, there's like a swap idol. I don't know. I I, I think it's maybe weird that they haven't even like considered the possibility that it, there is just one idol, but I think they would rather, I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense that there's like operate on the assumption he does have it. And then right. like, and we're just like, okay, I'd be like, all right, if, if we, to Dean and, and, and excuse me, if Jemai and Sifo are both on the outs, and if, if Sifu has an idol, we'll just, you know, let J. Maya go. Additionally, um, um, 
what was I gonna say? Oh well, we saw that Sifu made a fake idol, so they may well, have yeah. walked through his bag and like seen it also. But also, it's like if you had a fake idol and you were trying to, or sorry, if you had a real idol and you were outnumbered three to one, what incentive do you have? to show the other people like mm -hmm. this should be enough for them to be like this is not real like this is yeah. so obvious in front of everybody like i think the way to go about that if you are trying to trick them is to go to one person individually if you lose the challenge and be like hey mm -hmm. i have this idol we can make a move together don't tell the others you know and then knowing that yeah. they're going to run and tell them you know so i think that that is more what you need to do in that situation mm -hmm. you're the real sifu here be the yeah. Sifu to Sifu. Yeah. <laughs> I once played guitar in grade 10. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Grade 10. Um, what a Canadian way to say that. Yeah, is that, say. what is it called? The 10th grade? I would say yeah, 10th grade, grade or sophomore year. I don't know. Oh my God. How was uni? Ah. <laughs> was um, uni. I, uh, <laughs> Great primary. I loved uni. I loved uni. But also, um, did I ever tell you? Uh, no, yeah, I, there's no way I ever told you this. But um, <laughs> I, I, would, I used to play clarinet in grade seven because we had to play. We all this had to me before. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and you've said this to me before. Have I? Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was in grade seven. I I I started the clarinet. Had no musical background whatso whatsoever. And then um, one day I was going to get my permission slip signed. And then the music teacher was like, "Where are you going? We're starting band practice." And I said, "I'm not in the band." And she said, "Yes, you are. You're the best oh. clarinet player I have." And I said, "Okay, I have clarinet talent." And then hey, I got Squidward. to grade eight. Yeah, yeah. And then um, sorry that yeah that was grade seven or eight. And then I got to high school, so I was like, oh, I have talent. I'm going to continue this pursuit. And then by the end of the year, the teacher was like, maybe the clarinet's not your instrument. Oh. I think that I really like peaked early and then plateaued. You know, or that or that adult was just trying to like emotionally manipulate you into not quitting band. I didn't even start the band. They made me join. It wasn't even about quitting. I wasn't even pulling a Hannah or a Sean. Yeah. I need. To I was pulling a Melissa McNulty. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, wow, clarinet. I I see that for you. I don't know why. Yeah, I see that for you. I know yeah. a professional clarinet player. I see. I see it. Obviously, I know one when I see one. I know when I see one. Um, but, but from what I know about music school and uh, professional clarinet players, you've been saved a lot of like mental health issues. And, uh... Oh, good. Good. Well, speaking I mean, of mental health issues, Lulu. <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh man. What is no. going on? There? And physical huh? health issues. With, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For I mean, first of all, yeah, bury the lead, Jake. Once again, I know. Fucking, what is going on there? there? Like it's like Homer as a doctor. <laughs> mm -hmm. Explain. <laughs> so if What's I am happening? seeing this, so oftentimes, you know, an animal collapses and then the owner comes in and they tell me <laughs> what they it. think it is. And I said, do you have a video? Like, I'd really like to see the video because I don't know if I trust this account of what's going on. Because the two major components to that is, is it cardiovascular or is it neurological? And they can look quite similar. And in this situation, what happens oftentimes on Survivor is exactly what Kelly said. You have low blood pressure, low blood sugar. You stand up too quickly the blood doesn't reach your head your body wants to flatten out so that it can achieve oxygenation more easily so it collapses and a lot of times you you do black out and see stars when you stand up on survivor like it happened started four three four days into the game where you would stand up and you would like you wouldn't be able to see for a few seconds and you felt dizzy and that is what would prelude a collapse in a more serious state of dehydration and jonathan actually collapsed on the day i got voted out 
which is why I thought he wasn't doing any strategy. Um, <laughs> so I was wrong. But then in Jake's case, what's weird to me is that when he is having these collapse episodes, it seems like his body is partially stiffening and tremoring. So I'm like, that seems like a little bit like seizure-ish. So I'm not really sure. Yeah, his body yeah. was like shaking. It's like yeah. really hard to watch. And I could, like wish they hadn't shown that. I, I think it, yeah. it was hard. It seems like that doesn't seem to me as like traditional collapse. So I don't know, but I'm not a a human veterinarian. So who is to say? <laughs> sure. I can never be sure. I know. I hope for the best for Jake, for Jakey Poo. We got a great little package from him, mm -hmm. um, which was adorable. I bet you they checked his blood work, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. there's I mean, no way they didn't check him. Yeah. Yeah. No, like they were, in, they're like, not going to the trust Kelly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Ability yeah, yeah, yeah. while she's out there to nurse for them. I'm sure that they, I bet like... you they checked. Yeah. They checked that potassium. They checked that calcium. They checked that glucose because those can all cause like weird neurological twitches. Oh. <laughs> if I were Kelly, I would have been like, I I think he needs to be medevac. <laughs> Get him out of here. Yeah. He's going to die. My professional opinions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, oh well Jake is very vulnerable. I thought his story was very nice and I quite liked it. Oh, yeah. that was really very, great to see. He's got a lot of hot. And I don't think this was a case of crybabyitis, you know? No. Not from Boston. Not mm. this time. Mm -mm. No. I know. He's such a sweetie. I love Jake and support him and feel kinship in our journeys. But I do not like the return of the backstory packages to Survivor. We've had, yeah, we Omer, had four, <laughs> we had four very good episodes without them. And I think that bringing two into this episode was not needed. <laughs> and a full on journey too, like whew. full on journey. But this one was a kind of a fun journey. But even so, I, I liked it that they switched the journeys up so they're not the same because it's so predictable when it's the same. Mm -hmm. But I kind of like the backstories, but I agree it was nice to have a break and I didn't really notice when they were gone, um, which might be a good thing. But uh, somebody who did not get a backstory, a little pissed. Oh, you no, didn't. You didn't. <laughs> I did not. No, I, I was, one of, the, to me. <laughs> I was yeah. one of the few on our season that did not receive one. We should have known. Omer yeah. Winter said it out the window. I stand with <laughs> Chanel. I stand <laughs> with Sisters in Arms. Linked. And Tori. Tori, <laughs> Chanel, and I. Wow. <laughs> what a trio. Also, the only three I'm considering for the foot pick. Um, <laughs> and, yes, and Jenny Kim, <laughs> which Jenny you Kim. Have speculated. Yes. So, yes. There's the something here. Us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, I agree. I don't love the packages. I think it's nice that like to get to know people more, but I'd rather I don't know. That's not why I watch Survivor, honestly. So I want to watch so well integrated, I, no? Yeah. Yes, but, but I just then wanna... to add on the D1 too, like which I love D2. I love mm -hmm. D and I love Jake, but it's like I don't need uh, like, yeah, it just like just brings it to a screeching halt. Like, I can feel my like self just like losing interest in the episode as it happens. <laughs> I care about these characters in the context of the other characters, and like, yes. they're the they, the things that have brought them to Survivor and who they were leading up to Survivor are important to their stories. But I just don't need like minutes of them in confessional talking about their story if it's not. I mean, it would be so much better if it was them talking about this like at camp with the rest of their people, which Jake did do, but I'm just like, let's talk about what's going on out there on the show. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yo, the empathy and, you had is on, though, so. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> None of us have the empathy hat. <laughs> the best storyline of Lulu, though, has to be Bruce and Katura. Like, I what know. is our what oh is our God. thoughts on? I that? love Katura so much. She got one non-Bruce confessional this episode. Let it let no, no one can let ever it be say known all her, for the all record. Her Bruce, yeah, I mean, she and her first episode, no Bruce at all. So anyone who's like, she only ever talks about Bruce, not true. She has two confessionals, not about Bruce. <laughs> she talked about getting hunting for an idol. Period. <laughs> yeah, so this was a rough girl. one for Katura. I love her like, so much. The messy, she had a messy day. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I love seeing it. Um, it was fun seeing Caleb like schmooze everyone once again. Um, I'm I'm way higher on Caleb than I was preseason. I thought preseason we were gonna get like uh, kind of like a jerk guy who like is not really my vibe at all but he just seems like a fun villain and i hope he like really amps it up in the merch he's canadian derek how could he so be evil oh he's, he's not man. <laughs> <laughs> i've watched the traders canada or at least two episodes of it right. so i know you guys are can be evil or one and a half can be evil and i will say that uh the canadian casting pool hasn't been a hundred percent so Oh. You never know. You oh. <laughs> <He's> slippy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real. It's a high, high highs and low lows. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Fair enough. Trying to make a high joke and a Lulu joke. At the, I don't know. Well, what did, you, what did you all think of Caleb? British Columbia Caleb. Yeah. What? It, first of all, tell us what does that mean? If someone's like, I'm from. Do they call it the BC? I yeah, come know. from BC. You just say the BC. Oh yeah, you come from BC. Yeah, it's BC. You know, you never use the full term, but BC is like the um, what's the equivalent in the U.S. Like Hawaii. Oh. <laughs> And that it's like the most beautiful place in oh. the states. Oh, know, I was that. gonna say, oh, like if a white person says that, you're like, oh god, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Cody vibes. Yeah, literally, you're like, um, no, you're not actually from Hawaii. No, it's kind of like, like, <laughs> or like I, Florida. I, I, oh no, that's that's a whole other vibe. <laughs> I was gonna say more like kind of like people who are like from Vermont. Mm. Um, oh. but like but bc's got like the more the coastal vibe because it's like but like i don't know like you, when people some say someone says they're from bc you expect someone who's like pretty outdoorsy this is just from like the few people from bc i know like, so, like who's pretty outdoorsy Northwest. and like like, like a little more like really yeah there's a lot of cougars there like <laughs> which kind of cougar? be more specific <laughs> the, is oh. it the cougars that you like or the cougars <laughs> that colin stone likes i like both <laughs> oh. I thought you were a bird person. What is happening? Um, um, yeah, I mean, you could go on a run and die. Yeah, but I mean, it is beautiful. So mm-hmm. it sounds like it. like a Pacific Northwest vibe. I feel like well, it's, it's, maybe... it's in the Northwest, so yeah, I guess I'm like so you could just say Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, my it's very expensive to live there. Yeah, my fiance is going to be spending uh, like from April to June there doing. Uh, uh, residency in uh, BC, so maybe I'll be going to BC for a bit. I, I won't be going because I have a job here, um, but I'm about to learn a lot about BC. Ooh. To answer the question, I like him and I think he's fun. <laughs> yes, um, he is I, cool. Very good at Survivor and very fun out there. Like he's not like robotically good at Survivor, and he's having a fun time. And like Derek said, very different from what we expected based on what he was saying and like what everyone else was saying about him in the preseason. Um, it feels like. Because this happened for Winners at War, too. Everybody at Winners at War was like, we got to take out Sarah first. Like, we have to take out Sarah first. But... And why didn't they? 
you know, great question. Well, questions but, I will always ask. <laughs> but it feels like everybody talking about you at all, all news, all press is good press, feels like in the Survivor preseason. Like everybody's talking about you in some way. Everyone's focused on you. And so maybe you're kind of like, they're more primed to be like spoken to by you or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's like you're so, every, everybody's so focused on this guy. So maybe I don't need to worry about him right away. Yeah, he's like a known yeah. quantity or like you think you have him figured out. So you don't have to worry about him as much. I think there is a bit to that, though, like you said, um, preseason when everybody's going after a particular person, because a lot of those people that say that haven't met that person. So then when they actually meet them and they're a little bit different than they expected, I think that that can be endearing almost. Yeah, I would like- think surprised a little but because they're people are like he seems very smarmy like smiling too much mm-hmm. but then he's like smiling so much out there and they like it now so it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's just very funny i also I think, think people was- like on survivor when someone does something unexpected like mm. jake being this big boston guy but like is ner- is a nerd or like anything like that same with austin like it, it, everybody's like oh my god this guy i thought he was a meathead but he actually likes naruto (laughs) (laughs) that's powerful oh yeah we haven't even talked about the like very granular pokemon discussion that occurs (laughs) in this episode (laughs) talking about like masuda method shit that's above my pay grade which is also as uh, i think is outdated at this point or maybe they've switched it up a little it might still happen but basically the idea is like if you uh breed uh two pokemon and they're from different like uh version like regional versions of a game like say I, someone from japan sent me uh ditto i and i bred it with like one from just like my native game it inherently has like a higher percentage of ha- like the eggs that they produce have a higher percentage of producing the shiny i'll take your word for it that's how I got my shiny Buneary, Um, and I will always be proud. Yeah. End of thought. <laughs> Can't tell. Okay. So. Oh, were you frozen, or was no, it? No, I was just. just... Yeah, that's what it's like. Oh, I, I was just like, like I don't know I what the words but... were. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't know if people use the Masuda method as much anymore because shinies are uh, like very easy to find now. But well, yeah. if it is an outdated thing, it's even funnier that he's talking about it because it means he's gone so deep on talking about it that he's like, and this doesn't even happen anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> it might. I mean, I'm saying it, it might still be in there. I don't know. But it's we need like, Michael Leclerc to call in and give us the full rundown. Yeah. We have they also the need to like specify the geek versus dork versus nerd debate because it is really relevant here. Like that was a mm-hmm. geek conversation. That was not a nerd conversation. Yeah. I'm a nerd and I'm not a geek. Yeah, I get that. I feel like is it the difference just like pop culture? Like a nerd, you're like more into like things that actually matter and geeks yeah. are like into bullshit. And yeah. dorks aren't into either. They're just like socially just like quirky and fun, weird, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like Brandon Donlon is big on the geek versus nerd versus dork situation because he. He's I right. just remember he was like, "I don't care about Catan. I don't care about Pokemon." <laughs> He's a dork. <laughs> he, that's what it seems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh wait. So, oh okay. Now I understand. Um. Yeah. We. we We've gone so far away. But I, know, I don't even know to, what we were talking about. To, talk about, to go baby. back to Bruce and Kelly, if I were, pre- I mean, Bruce and Katura, if I were there, I mean, this is how I know that I like couldn't do survive. <laughs> Basically, like <laughs> their conflict would make me so uncomfortable that like I, I would, <laughs> I would like throw a challenge just to like get one of them out, and I don't care who. Like it needs to be, <laughs> and it needs to be over. 
like it's so palpably uncomfortable every time they interact and like i i know katura is probably trying to like not be constantly being like we need to vote him out he's so annoying but like just knowing <laughs> that she, but just, like it, when he when she's like yeah maybe we shouldn't eat uh, since we only have one papaya and he's like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard and it's just, like and then it goes into this whole big tribe-wide discussion about like I can't. I couldn't handle it. I then this is why maybe maybe I should be on Survivor because I would want to be with Katura and like oh my god I just would want to walk off with her and just like talk so much shit with her about it. <laughs> They're so fun. I love they them are. both. I mean I, I agree. Being with yeah. them might be difficult. But why? I love I love it as the show for sure. No, like absolutely. it's funny and good on as a storyline. Yeah, I just love Katura so much. Um, I hope she gets the slay. She's the Bruce Slayer, hopefully. <laughs> I hope she I gets her wish. I feel a bit bad for her because she, like, I think my vibe based on her social media is that she's maybe um, a little bit hurt by the edit and wants to be a little bit more well-rounded, which fair, mm -hmm. but she also needs to realize she is being iconic. Like, this yeah. is great. Yes. That's why like, I've been, like, people very... love Katura. She's the best people part. She's the best character to me. Yeah. I love them it's... both. Yeah, like, I totally see, like, because it's like, Obviously, her she has knowledge of her full experience, and I'm gonna go out on a limb and say she talked about up things other than Bruce. So I can imagine it's really frustrating to like watch your edit and be like, okay, I talked about like ten other things that day, and all you focused on was the same thing about Bruce. But it's funny. I mean, I'm hoping it's building. I'm I'm hoping she lasts longer, so we that we this can build to something. And it's like, okay, who is Katura actually? I but like. It will be they needed really... a separation from the yeah. swap. They just needed a temporary separation. <laughs> and then we could have seen them both like in their own, okay, who are these two people away from each other? And then that would have made the eventual conflict much more interesting. But instead, it's like no exit like style situation <laughs> where they it, like cannot escape each other and they keep winning. I mean, I love situations like that where like there's a tribe that keeps winning. Um, in this case, two tribes that keep winning because they swap to the good tribe, and people just like can't get rid of each other. But it's it would have it's would have been a little more interesting, yeah, if we got to like know who she was outside of this. I yeah. mean, he is totally the bitch eating crackers, you know. Like, <laughs> look at him eating his crackers, like you know, <laughs> like you're like yeah. she, anything he does is is so annoying to her, and I think that's so funny, mm -hmm. um, so funny. I love, but yeah, I, know, I, I like. Oh, talk about her. her edit with like Christine was saying like it it is funny and fun but probably also annoying that her whole storyline is that she's like hates Bruce but I'm sure it's made even worse this episode by her storyline now becoming she hates Bruce and she's a liability in this mm. alliance and everybody's suspicious of her and she's bad at looking for idols <laughs> like it's now it's got now it's not just like one dimensional it's like one dimension it's like two dimensional but negative which is probably yeah, right. worse yeah that is worse and, yeah you're right you're totally right I love that Caleb's like goal in this <laughs> maybe this is why I like Caleb it's like he wants to like be the gameplay doctor for these people especially like these girlies that we love he's like comes in when they're like doing like a social faux pas and it's like don't do this stop poking around in trees around everyone uh stop being emily and financial analyst emily flipping and start you know playing the game um i i just i want the best for her i hope she turns it around um my girl i also liked caleb in that moment because he was like if i want to have any power in this game i need to be kelly's friend yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> Kelly is slaying. Everybody trusts Kelly. I love that. My I mean, we'll talk about it in the edit edX segment, but they are really hammering home the idea that Kelly is doing very well in this mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then the that. other thing that I liked about Caleb was when he, so when he called out Katora's name, I thought, oh, he's like trying to warn her. And I, I thought I, 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 that was my impression. And then he said that and I was like, wow, that's really good gameplay because it doesn't really put an alarm bell to the other people he's with, but it does build a bridge with Katora. And I thought, wow, that's slick. I like that. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Where were they? Yeah, like what were they <laughs> I know, doing? I know, we never got the answer. Katora came back sorry. probably from a confessional or something. No one was there. And then, so she starts looking for an idol. And then Caleb goes, Katura. And she turns around and all four of them are like walking up from the path. Like, what were they yeah. doing? <laughs> well, it's like, I'm sorry, but like, they cannot, I mean, they're going to be mad. And that's like, they're right as like the people out there. But it's like, how are you going to be mad when all four of you leave this one person alone? Are they just supposed to like... Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna stare at a wall for a second. It's like, come on, it's really. Uh, they're ridiculous. probably looking for papaya. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> well, not Katura, but the other four. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like this. I don't know. I just like I find that very silly. I'm just very defensive of my girl Katura, and I hope she votes all four of them out. <gasps> Ooh. Wait, wait, Caleb's on her side. I don't care. They all are <laughs> fake losers, and I don't like them for that specifically. <laughs> So I feel like the last big portion of this episode we haven't talked about is the journey, which is probably that's why we haven't talked about it because we don't. Capital J journey now, which is J J Myerny. I just yeah, it's the same with the sanctuary. It's like it's not a thing. Um, hold on, yes, Mama J Maya journey. Sandwiches versus amulets. What would I mean, you, you pick have over? to go sandwiches? You in this situation, you have to go sandwiches. Those it's amulets stupid. are a target on your back. It's stupid. And ironically, it's... I felt like the people pushing for it. Well, I mean, Jay Maya pushing for the amulet is probably not great for her because no. she's already been on the outs. So then using the um like having a bounty on her head is not where she wants to be. Whereas somebody like Austin has more connections where he could get away with it, I think. And if anybody was gonna get away with it, him and Kelly could. So I don't know. Yeah, I did not think this was a good move for J. Maya to to jump on an advantage. I get her. She's like, I'm on the outs. I need something. But it's like, at this point, her best bet is to just try to survive this swap tribe and then lie, lay as low as possible in the merge because it's just now taking this. I mean, she has no way of knowing how <laughs> Austin is claiming he's going to get revenge. Revenge. We, you know, we'll see if that actually comes to anything. She has no way of knowing he's going to, like, get revenge over a sandwich. But it's just putting in her position where she's made a decision. It's, she's now, like, people are going to be wondering what happened on this journey. It's, it's just unfortunate that she made that choice because I, I don't think any of them needed the disadvantage because it wasn't a, mm-hmm. it's not a great advantage and they could have used this as a, just a purely social opportunity of like us three hang out have a sandwich and that's like in a way like just as more i would say more valuable because then you don't have the target on your back of having something mm-hmm. i wish we knew more about austin and jay's relationship on original reba because he like it, using the amulets to bind an alliance together is shoddy and in the best of times but shouldn't you already feel confident that you and austin are either gonna work together or never gonna work together based on your like first 10 days and then the, the complete unknown quantity of kelly being involved in this too is so it's like you just have you you have no idea what she's really doing so like it does it, it'll 
it'll basically never work to bring people together, especially since you're that you just know that it's best for your game to vote these people out. Um, so I, I agree. If you're interested in working with these people, the sandwich is the right call. But if you don't care about working with them, you're probably like, yeah, amulets, and then I'll vote you out. Yeah, I think yeah, which is are... like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just because I just like I liked this when it was showed up in 42, just because I guess like the moment surrounding it was really funny. But this is just like, I don't know, it just doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. Like there needs to be an incentive not to vote each other out. It's very weird. 42 was yeah. also interesting because it was like right at the very beginning of the game before people had any concept of who anybody else was at all. And so that like you go into the you pre-merge without these people and you're like and i have the, this random connection like and like what will that be but here on the precipice of the merge it's like i'm pretty and you've done a swap you're like i i kind of know where my people are this isn't really gonna shift things i think i like it for that very reason um to some extent uh, the first is first of all the amulet is triggering because should have been played or me um lindsay it was your last Thank chance you, lindsay. <laughs> uh, so even when it got down to one it wasn't uh, that valuable for me but um on the other side i do agree that having it very early on before you formed any bonds with anybody can make that a more interesting connection in terms of working together and it did help lindsay high and um Andrea at the merge to not target each other um, in terms of, you know, they did look out for each other a little bit early on and that saved them. I think that's why Lindsay was not a target after um, Roxroy flipped back time. But in this uh, case where it's right before the merge, they already have established relationships and alliances. They don't need these particular things. And so I think it is going to encourage more of the bounty scenario. And I think that that's maybe what the show wants because they want people to go after each other for this, this um, thing that will destroy them all. Yes. Powerful. <laughs> it's just like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's a more fun version of this that exists. They just haven't thought of it yet. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Um, I mean, to me, that's uh, the, the like epitome of it was in Korong, the like, yeah, yeah. They come together and then there's the option to not do that so i think they're trying to recreate that magic and they never will right stop right. trying to make the amulets happen it's never gonna happen it's not gonna happen and if it does you need it just needs to be there has to be some reason not to want to vote the other people out it just like doesn't make any sense unless i mean, like when you use them together like who gets the vote like it's yeah a, that, that mechanic is never explained it's They're like, still... they'll never do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Not to be like, I played an org, but I played an org where they, they, there were amulets, but they changed it. It was like, so you, you individually had like your amulets and you individually, when there are three, you each individually had an extra vote. Each individually had uh, a two. If they both, they became two. The three extroverts became two steel of votes. And at one, it became an idol. Um, and that was interesting to play around. That was a good, it was really fun as a player. I didn't have an amulet, but like me and someone else were like trying to just like prevent them from ever being played. Um, and that worked, but like, I don't know how to fix that, like, fix it. That at least made them a little more like powerful, but then there's still the issue of like, why not vote the person people out? There was like no, like you said, Derek, there's, there was still no incentive to like keep people around. So it would be interesting if there was more of like, I don't, again, I, I'm trying to think of a way to fix it, but how about we just don't have it? Yeah, well, Fox the issue is you didn't like it because <laughs> it was a choice. <laughs> One way to you could we flip do love it. Choices. You could flip it so that like 
it's an idol if you use all three together, but then that completely de-incentivizes like voting against the other people. If you mm -hmm. if you only have an idol, if you're all working together, that's like not unbreakable, but it's like, it's such a strong alliance builder that it doesn't work either. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I agree with Christine. It's very much like that one question from the Pearl Islands uh, trivia challenge. The best way to prevent a shark attack is to don't go in the water. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hear that, Jess? Mm -hmm. What? Although, you know, justice for sharks, because <laughs> more cows kill people every year than sharks. Cows. But cows are... And well, vending machines, right? And vending... Yes, Sam. Are they working together? Sharks? Yeah. What's, yes. <laughs> Wait, is it a vending machine with cows? Yeah. <laughs> I think a cow could probably knock one over. I'm going to go QAnon brained over this, like the cows and the vending machines. Like, there's something wrong here. The I mean, the cows have been after me ever since I accidentally vagged one of them. What? You did what? <laughs> what does that mean? You can't just say that and then, like, offer no more information. <laughs> it's on EW.com. as my most embarrassing story. But when you are working with cows, you have to preg check them by shoving your arm up their butt. And um, oh. I accidentally shoved my arm hand into the vagina and she was pissed um and i was like i can't get past my i can't get past my wrist and then the person was like keep pushing because if you if you don't um if you pull your hand out now then she'll learn she can struggle and get out of it and i was like that seems like a really sketchy lesson to teach someone and then i was like oh no i'm in the vagina <laughs> i feel like i remember this now that's yeah. just a lot i'm From so sorry to fisting <laughs> yeah We've got it all. We I feel like we've checked name checked every single. We've orifice. really covered. <laughs> and now the cows hate me. Yeah, the cows want they they want me dead. <laughs> they after me ever since. Eat fisting that. French super nanny. Mm. <laughs> That's us. And French us. <laughs> Any other thoughts on this um, fun episode? Um, yeah. Well, does well, everybody we... think that the right choice about Brando going home, like Emily, Emily's choice? What do we think of that? Emily's choice. I think. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Given the knowledge she has, I don't know. Like, did Drew and Austin tell her like, "Oh, we are part of this like solid four over on Reba"? I don't think she knows that like Kendra is like kind of in with the girls. So I feel like the Bello connections are maybe more nebulous, whereas the Reba ones are more solidified. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much context she has for that. In which case, I feel like. It maybe would have been smarter to go with the bellow just because like those numbers are more easily worked within but she also is like guaranteed to like make it pretty freaking far i mean final five it's got to win one immunity and then you at least can get the fire making so it's like i feel like in the long run she probably did make the right choice just because that four seems pretty solid yeah i think also looking at the perspective of like the whole meat shields thing if that's what she's going for like going with like going into the merge with like bigger play quote unquote perceived bigger players austin and drew are more often going to be perceived as bigger players in the game because austin like well, i mean we know they have advantages um you know drew is a nerd austin is pretty strong like it's just whereas like you got brando he's a nerd but very unthreatening and kendra is kendra <laughs> like i think she's maybe like i'm sure people are underestimating kendra and i think that is really threatening but from Emily's perspective of like going with these two guys who are much going to be perceived as much bigger threats than her i think that makes sense especially since we see like the early merge now tends to be like the first uh you know like the 
earn the merge boot tends to be someone a little more under the radar, someone a little more on the outs. There tends to be a little chaos. But then after that, it's like the battle of the big threats. Um, usually, I, I think it makes sense from that perspective. Just because she can't know the knowledge, have the knowledge of what actually happened on these previous tribes, but from what she can see um, on these this tribe she's on and the people she can go into the merge with, I think her choice made sense. Agreed. I mean, it definitely makes sense. She seems like she just has a stronger connection with the Reba guys yeah. anyway, but I agree with what you're saying. Like, they're also the bigger shields for her in the merge, especially. Um, since she's probably worried about like making connections with all the people she hasn't met yet also. And so it's probably just better to have people who aren't as connected to everyone. Like Brando feels like he's been sent. He said that like, I know everybody on Bello, like I know where everything's going on or whatever. And they're bigger shields. Cause they're like big guys in challenges. And so it just makes sense at this point in the game to go with them. Obviously if this choice was happening later in the game, it would make a lot more sense to go with, Kendra and Brando, but since we're pre-merge, like, and both of the tribes she's deciding between still have all six of their original members, it just makes more sense to go with the pair that she feels a better connection with. I think that's fair. I think that I think one thing we need to also compliment Emily on is her ability to lie so effectively to Bello. And uh, it, when she was undecided, lie to both sides. Because in that position, it would be very easy for Drew and Austin, who have all these advantages, to play them to make sure they don't go home, which puts Emily in a very tough position. Or for them to come together and be like, we don't know who she's lying to. Like, she's lying to both of us, so why don't we just vote her out? And I think that the fact that she could avoid that shows that she's doing a really good job. As to whether she made the right decision or not, I mean, I don't think... I think they were pr rather interchangeable to some extent because she could go either way and probably be fine. Um, so I think it probably comes down to more personal connections, which I do find are hard to convey effectively on the show. Like, there's something about the subtleties of these interactions that make you trust somebody more than the others, and that's not easily articulated. I agree. I do think they did a good job last episode, like, established. Like, I, there was not really a lot of suspense in this episode just because I was, like, thinking, okay, then they showed Emily getting to know during Austin last episode. It's, then, like, nothing with her and Brando and Kendra. So it's, like, I can only assume that this is maybe a more important relationship. So I do think they at least uh, set the groundwork, which I much prefer. I don't, I mean, surprises can be fun, but I feel like when Survivor, like, intentionally, like, keeps things from us to maintain mm -hmm. a surprise. I don't like that. So um, mm -hmm. it was maybe more predictable, um, like which side she would go with, but it didn't know it'd be Brando specifically. I thought it'd be Kendra. So I, yeah, I think the editors have been using these 90 minutes well. I also yeah. love the return of the shocked face, like woo, when Kendra got blindsided. <laughs> like we need those reaction shots. Literally. I also, I also loved Kendra's reaction to Jeff being like, it's like death. There's like, what did Jeff say? Jeff said something was, like super dramatic and she was just like, like looking like, around no. like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. I love Kendra so much. She was like not, not feeling the Jeff fantasy, which I totally get. The tribals have been good this season. It's like, I don't mm -hmm. know what's happening, but people are actually speaking and not always a <laughs> metaphor. Um, I love it. I hope we can continue it into the merge. I feel like it'll probably end there like it usually does, but it's so fun. Um, and I like I laughed out loud at, during travel this week, which is like I feel like it's usually even less entertaining than the challenges for me. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they did something here. 
Yes. They did something, and I'm not sure what it is, but I found I would watch the show before and see Jeff's, um, you know, intense interrogations, and I was worried about that because I was like, he could blow up my game, sir. And I found the questions he asked at Tribal, at least in 42, were very generic and very easy to um, skirt around the actual game and so it would be very easy to protect your game because he would never push anything too hard and i thought that he would use storylines from the camp um to uh, and probe about them but he kept it very not very generic at least for us and it seems a bit different this time yeah it's like rewatching old seasons and jeff just being like Courtney, it seems like you really fucking hate John Robert. What's that about? Like, we don't, <laughs> it's just like we don't really get that level anymore, which is a shame. But I, I think he's getting back to there a little, or at least the players are like trying to get him back to that place. Um, yeah, everyone's talking more, like you said, Sam. Which is I would love it if the if Tribal Council became a little bit more like a reunion, and they it was like a clip show where they like aired stuff, mm -hmm. and they were like, "What are your thoughts on what you said here?" Yeah, oh, they yeah, like yeah, have yeah, the yeah. monitor yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be, be awesome. <laughs> Probably that's a whole different game, but uh, I think it'd be fun to try for a season in the new era. <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> Just Katura confessionals about Bruce. So, <laughs> Bruce, <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. This tribal was a lot of fun. It's really sad to see Brando go. I agree what you said, but like earlier, Omer about like it really sucks that they made him like dip for like zero confessionals. I feel like that's kind of like a speaking of old school, like kind of in a bad way. I feel like that yeah. was like an old trick they used to play a lot of like that kind of used to be the rule of thumb like oh this person's been quiet and now they're loud again I guess they're going home um so that kind of disappoints me that they went back to that well because it just like really undersells a fun character like brando mm -hmm. how did everybody get confessionals when there were 18 and 17 right. people and then now that there are fewer people they're starting to do zero confessionals. i know it's like i don't i don't mind the sort of like streamlining of like okay clearly there are just some stories that don't matter on this season yeah. that where happened and that's okay but that doesn't mean that we have to like fully ignore because it's like clearly brando was like important in some way because mm -hmm. he got voted out for being a kind of a thread like that's so like maybe build that up more beyond just the first episode so i think that's always just gonna be a problem it's never gonna be perfect we're never gonna be able to hear from everyone which is a shame yeah, I mean, I, I, and I know I made the joke, and it's why we're talking about this. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, if one person doesn't get a confessional in an episode, if three people don't get a confessional in an episode, I get it, and I don't really mind. Right. You're just being a diva for no reason. That's okay. I just think we should talk about it. I, I want to have a conversation. I'm just glad we don't have the days anymore where it takes four or five episodes for somebody to get one. Yes, or that is never Brenda okay. Low or. It was fine when they did it to Purple Kelly, but yeah, <laughs> how dare? You? Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> She's, she listens to every episode of this show, yeah, probably uh, right. She milking her own Certainly. milk. <laughs> I know. I wonder what the 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 Nicaragua uh, girlies are thinking of this like quit like dialogue. Ooh. Like they're being upstaged. I know. I thought Nicaragua was a great season that's underrated, and I actually quite enjoyed the quits. <laughs> I mean, I I saw I, this is a god a horrible sentence to say, but I did see a Reddit comment that I agreed with, um, which is that you know sometimes like quits are part of Survivor and like it's you something I kind of am interested to see how do you play around that when like mm -hmm. I mean we saw mm -hmm. it happen like the best laid plans 
someone still may just say, never mind, I don't want to be here anymore. And that changes the game. And I think that's that doesn't make the show any less interesting. Expect the unexpected. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Or to that's... quote Jasmine Masters, expect the unexpected. That's the reality part of a reality show. These people are going to behave like people. And sometimes yeah. people want to quit. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I get the alum anger. I get people who like really want to be on. But it's also just like... Mm, my life motto is always, it's never that serious. It's, so. not, it's not about you. <laughs> it's not always yeah. about you all the time, Sandra Diaz. Fine. <laughs> um, well, should we yeah. plug stuff and yeah. then do Edric? Yes. Omer, where can people find you? What are your little... Are, do you have a YouTube? Do you have a Patreon? Do you have a newsletter? Do you have uh, OnlyFans? Do you have... OnlyFans. <laughs> OnlyFans. Um... <laughs> I have an Instagram, Ozahir24, Twitter, OmerZahirDVM, um, and, and I have a job. <laughs> if you have an exotic pet that is in need of um, medical attention, you can bring it to me at the 404 in Newmarket, Ontario. And make sure you play Mario Party with yes. Omer, Marion, and Zach for a good yes. cause. Let's get this above $76. Yes. yes. Back this to that good. 150 that somebody retracted their bid on. Hey, quitting is okay. We just talked about it. Yeah. (laughs) You can't quit charity. (laughs) Um, Yeah, do it or else I will bid and then Omer will be accosted by my sticker choices. So save Omer from that hell. You can accost my sticker or you can accost me with stickers. You can steal Marianne Star. It's all good. Cause problem. And you get to pick the map. You get to pick the bonus stars. Anything you want. You can remind Zach that his brother outlasted him by a, a severe margin on Big Brother. So, yeah, and got slayed by Siri. And got Zach is going to be listening to this and say, "Where did that come from?" <laughs> Catching strays. I mean, it's kind of the the vibe. Um, and okay. Zach famously, as a child, as he revealed on Stanima, hated Siri. So, um, yeah. so his childhood circle. nemesis ending his brother. <laughs> Period. Yeah, but her game might be ended because she voted him out, and that's the yeah. true irony of the whole situation. It's really, really, it's like three full circles. It's very mm-hmm. Shakespearean, probably. Mm-hmm. I only read like one of those, so. <laughs> um, who else needs to plug? Yeah, who else? <laughs> Follow go. me at the Spanish oh. everywhere. Follow my other podcast at Buffy Boyfriends. We're mid recording season three. We're gonna re- release them in episode low bunches. Uh. Where you know it's tough to do a weekly, it's tough Even to do bombs. two weekly podcasts. So we're doing the uh, Netflix method going forward. Um, Buffy bombs. You should call them that. So true. <laughs> um, you can follow me at Ray Dierks on Twitter. Um, follow me and Christine's podcast, Shadow Play Gays. We talked about Sailor Moon uh, months ago now, but it feels like it was very recent. It was a really good episode. Um, dressed as Sailor Mars for Halloween, too. You know, just to keep that going. Um, yeah. What about you, Christine? She was kind of rude, eh? Uh, that's why I love her. She's like that girl. She's like, she doesn't <laughs> let Usagi get away with shit. Um, she ha- The hair is laid. Um, Sailor Moon. Sailor the Moon. Okay, fan. Sailor Moon. I, I also... That's um, in the dub. I, I like Sailor Mars also because she was the only one that had two different attack animations because she could do the spirit tape thing yeah. as well. She had her little tags and she had her fireballs. Um, and she's like 
kind of low-key like the deuteragonist at least for the first season um of the anime mm -hmm. anyway <laughs> um you can follow me on twitter and instagram at the exchange files uh you can read my writing on inside survivor and as always you can check out my fiance's opera project that i built the website for sapphoproject.com uh yeah you can see that I could oh, yeah. be, I keep forgetting to plug this, but I also host viewing parties in Brooklyn yeah. every week. I, I know I post about it every week, but also if you come to Crystal Lake, we all watch in a big group of like 70 gay people. So feel free to come through. Yes. Shall we educate, educate the masses? Who's winning, Omer? Okay. Um, I think so... You know, normally I keep up with Edgic every week, but this season I have fallen behind. So I have done my Edgics for episode one and episode five for the <laughs> event as such. I would say that right now my top contenders, it would be Kelly at number one, but Kelly dropped and I'll tell you why. Because Caleb, no, oh no, because of the... Um, there was a reason that I have forgotten. No, I I, I agree. Uh, it's it's an interesting thing, and it is due to Caleb because there's that whole scene where he's going around and making connections with everybody, and he's like, it it it's such a fine line because he's like, I really want to connect with Kelly. She has the most influence, like, and that's how I'll have the most influence. But the way he said, like, she's clearly the best player here is actually mm -hmm. it like could be bad for her mm -hmm. like edgic because you don't want to like have that be part of the narrative that it's like so obvious that she would win if she gets to the end because mm -hmm. then there's no like tension at the end right yes yeah and the other reason that i thought of was um austin and the sandwich revenge arc like it could be funny but i i do wonder if that will be some that is some foreshadowing I agree. It's like we already can see, understand a world where uh, Kelly gets voted out. Like that would not be a shock to any of us. Like there's the story is there. They've laid the groundwork for even though Kelly's playing a great like uh, game, everyone can see it pretty much, or at least like that we've heard people talk about how good she's playing. And we already have, like you said, the loaded gun of Austin. Like she, it wasn't really her fault. It was <laughs> Jay Maya pushing the anti-sandwich uh, propaganda, but you know um, she was there. She was complicit in it. So she. It's also the framing of that scene is interesting. One, they're like, hey, Kelly is always the swing vote, even when it's mm -hmm. about sandwiches. But the confessional is like, I either go with the devil on my shoulder and it flashes to Jemaya, or the Jemaya. angel on my shoulder and it flashes to Austin. And she ultimately picks to go with Jemaya, right. which, I mean, I think that the framing is interesting. I don't think that's necessarily like, well, she can't win because she like did a devious thing. But I do think that we're supposed to like love Austin and we, you know, we do, mm -hmm. but it's like, they, I feel like he, we're supposed to be like, damn, she didn't go with like our golden boy rather than like, yeah, like strategy, which is so funny because usually they're like really <laughs> pushing the big moves and like go for every advantage. But now that Austin is like, I want a sandwich, Survivor's like, that's mm -hmm. actually the right thing to do. Yeah, they showed all his confessionals saying this advantage is dumb anyway. Like it's yeah. bad, so, which is really funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I don't see it for Kelly, unfortunately. It's just like, she's like, you don't see it deep. at all anymore. 
Honestly, no. It's just like it's not it's, looking good. I just feel like there's no. too much of it's like too much. it's too much too soon, and I feel like she went too quiet for a little bit there in a way that like didn't feel right. I just don't like she doesn't scream winner to me, which is sad because she was my preseason winner pick. I feel way more confident about about D. Like I just maybe I'm just getting tunnel vision, but I'm just like on the on the D train. <laughs> I just feel like I feel so much more strongly for D. Um, honestly, Jake too. I just feel like Kelly is like she's still top five, and I'm like, I don't know. There's a lot of reasons why I don't think it's top Kelly. five, baby. I think yes. Kelly is still my number one, and then, but I, I mean, I like your other the other people you're talking about, but I just feel like constantly being told about how she's in power and like in the center of things is really good. I mean, it's standard pre-new era winner at it and you know like mm -hmm. how how long can they keep the wild out of out of pattern winner at it going you know like they That's could true. i feel like this could just be a return to like we're just doing regular survivor now and like kelly is the winner but i do think That's that fair. it's i think they have like shifted back in the new era to a different editing style in the sense that i think they're just showing it more true to what it is as mm -hmm. opposed to um yeah you know, trying to re like in the past, for instance, they would never show anything bad about a winner. And that was kind of a good hint. Um, when something negative came up, you could eliminate them from contention, even if they had really good other episodes. But for Marianne, they showed her, you know, the Mario Kart <laughs> thing and pissing off Jonathan. And like, those were negative attributes that I think would have been hidden from an old winner edit, but makes it a more interesting edit when you include the all-encompassing thing. So I think that makes Edgic a little bit more difficult, but I think my number one is going to be Austin, then mm. then D, then Caleb, then Kelly. I'm keeping at four, even though she was number one prior to this. And then I think the other major ones are Jake or Emily. I just can't tell if they're journey players or if they, mm -hmm. but not the journey we hate. Or yeah. <laughs> if they are winner contenders. I think everybody else pretty much is eliminated. Um, Drew, yeah. I could see an argument for, but... Not Drew is like, I they, I, they would never frame a winner as being so bad at Survivor for and no like, reason. Like needing like his buddy there to like, like right. Yeah, like, it didn't look him. good for him. I mean, look, like, I... Yeah, Austin and like the second episode, he comp he directly compared himself to Steven to Austin's JT. So like, there's just no way that he would win, right? Mm -hmm. And Elmer, you brought something up at the top of the episode that was interesting, talking about like you know how the season uh, fits in in the new era in terms of being our favorite new era season. And you said you know 42, if they had been given 90 minute episodes, would have looked like looked a lot differently. And like 44, we 44 is I think a great example of like we would have had a lot less tunnel vision on the Tika 3 because we would have had more space to explore these things. I think the 90 minutes is a big question mark for me in terms of mm -hmm. how we do the edgic this season because it's like I think you're tr we're getting just a better better picture of what everything looks like and mm -hmm. it's harder to know what is in quote-unquote important and what isn't because we just there's just a little more room for that and so that's why the Kelly thing is hard for me because it's like it, she's on on paper getting good content and um uh you know it's a, if they're going back to a more traditional winner's edit i'm on board with that but it's also like okay are they just showing this so we have a better understanding of like where everything sits on bello and she does well but like it's not necessarily a win you know if it was a sh shorter episode and we were constantly being reminded of kelly that'd be different but it's the same way we're constantly being reminded of uh katura and bruce and that's obviously not great winner content but like it's hard to know how important these things are going to be because we have mm. more screen time in general so i think that's going to be a big question mark if the 90 minutes stays 
at the end of the season looking at, okay, who wins? What was different this season? This could really shake up Edric if they stay at 90 minutes. Um, in terms of what they have, a, you know, they have more room to just kind of let things sit in the episodes and it's harder to tell what the main narrative is until we get there. I agree with you that it's like there's a lot more content to observe, but I do think that's where the previously on really like helps frame things. We're just kind of, it's like in Korang where every single episode they were like in the all powerful girls alliance on the duty <laughs> tribe, even though they never voted together and one of them was voted up pre merge. Like, it's like mm -hmm. it didn't matter at all. It's just he like who shall not be named. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what about me, famous uh, JPEG that Derek and I send to each other? Um, but, uh, <laughs> she like it's we're constantly told about the belt like and just a reminder like kelly is in control of the bellow tribe just a reminder kelly's like in the middle of things all the time i like I, and she i feel like she gets random confessionals for like that didn't have to be her for like and i feel like that's very mm -hmm. michelle fitzgerald coded uh so i'm still a believer that's fair a caliber yes um yeah, it's like I don't not see it. It's just like maybe it's because I don't think we have had much like emotional content, which I feel like is kind of an outdated word in mm -hmm. edgic terms. But I like uh, it's like we know she's a nurse is kind of all right. Like I don't think she's talked about her partner that much. Like whereas it's like with like a I know it's like probably recency bias since we got those huge packages from them. But it's like I know so much about like Dee's life. I know a lot about Jake's life. I even. Well, I don't know. I don't know that much about Austin's life, um, but he is like a bigger character, I guess. I don't know. And a lot of that might be because Kelly's a more like calm person and her voice just doesn't have those like peaks and valleys in the same way other people do. Um, but it's just like, I don't know. Maybe I could be convinced. I just like don't see as much for Kelly as the others. Yeah. And Kelly's edit is, it seemed, it actually reminds me of mine in the sense that it was a lot of strategic stuff, but it wasn't a lot mm -hmm. of like, um, you know, beyond that and yeah. i think that you know knowing what happened on my season there are things they could have shown that they elected not to and i think maybe in a 90 minute thing they would have but in terms of that i see that as very similar but at the same time you know at the time i, I was reading the edgic um thoughts of my season at the time and you know my season was completely spoiled and so when people would be like he he doesn't have the perfect ed there's just something off about it but marianne with her mario kart negativity, <laughs> you know that makes sense like i was like okay um but i will say in the new era my edgics have not been going very well i eliminated erica episode four marianne even though i know what <laughs> I, happened, that's very that fair effective, episode five and then gabler episode one so mm -hmm. you know who is to say? I, and you know, this is a major statement, but I do feel that Kelly has a similar opening confessional, or maybe not opening, but she first episode confessional about that is very similar to Kim Spradlin's opening confessional. No, no, like, all right. I know. But she, <laughs> but she was literally like, in my personal life, I can go with the girls or go with the guys. Like, I can do anything. Mm. Like, and I'm like, I, and that's also very Michelle Fitzgerald, actually, when she's like, in my personal life, I'm social and like, and I get along with everybody or whatever she says. That's like, true. I just, I think it's there, but I totally agree that it's new era, unpredictable, and I think that Austin also looks very good. Yeah, and in so many ways. Period. <laughs> I just feel uh, a connection to him. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> I think if um if 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 Kelly outlasts Austin or doesn't mm. die by the amulet, then I think she's the number one pick. I could see that. And yeah. plus the that first confessional convinces me, Sam, a little more because the it's like she has a consistent storyline, which is I feel like what people really started have like 
I guess latched onto as like that's this is what new edic looks like or the new winners edit is is a like very clear storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Kelly does have that. If that's like her, I'm going to always be the swing vote. Essentially, is what she's saying there. Then that's true. That's been true every episode. So, yeah. She yeah. also has a smile on her face on the dagger behind her yes. back. Of course. How can we forget? That. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's your favorite edic rating um, that's underrated and kind of funny? Because mine would be UTRM. <laughs> mm, that's pretty good i don't know i feel like mm, the uh, one i relate to the most is morp three um but i don't think that's like particularly funny, funny. i think that's the one i identify with fair enough I see. yeah i'd say like mm-hmm. like a morn is also very good mm-hmm. like we just like all we get to really hear like from them there. is that people don't like them that they're there you mean <laughs> yeah i mean that was i feel like that was couture this episode bro period i mean yeah. that proves it right there like he was serving get, Yes. Anything N N or PP is oh, P- Jake was PP this episode for oh, sure. One yeah. hundred right up there with astronaut Dan. <laughs> Gay Twitter wishes Jake was PP this episode. <laughs> we got very close. There was almost PP. All right. I um or episode five was um I had my favorite edic rating of the season as well, which was M O R one. Mm. Oh. oh yeah like just you're, you're truly just there what did, what did say you say that love is it was when you know and and that's so um similar to kelly's um perspective of her tribe that's bickering and sam's of like stop bickering you know mm. in, in terms of it, you know jonathan marianne fighting and i'm like just shut up just get along we don't need this <laughs> this is going to ruin all of our games moving forward it's a million dollars get over it basically turns out you were wrong yep <laughs> you know and that's also the episode where i have very much struggle with the stupid braids i'm like i don't have long hair why did we pick me to do this and then if we had lost marianne would not be a millionaire so maybe we should have lost there you go. for my own <laughs> oh well, <it's> so spiteful <laughs> you probably wouldn't have won either <laughs> uh, you never know <laughs> mm-hmm. i love that that's the energy you're gonna bring to the mario party so like people better start bidding What's the cut off your own nose to spite your face? Something like that. That's that's the kind of alliance I want with anyone. Every day. (laughs) It's a good Um, relationship too. Yeah, it's just that tension there. (laughs) Um, uh, Any other edgy thoughts, um, feelings, concerns? Nothing. No. Yeah, I feel like we've eliminated pretty much uh, like a huge chunk of the cast. I mm-hmm. think it's safe to say. I think the the ninety minutes almost helps more with that. It's like, okay, we have so much more time, and you're still not giving content to these people, or you're still like only showing bad things about certain people. It's like, okay, so we know it's not them. Yeah, I will. I just as the as the as a final response, I feel similar to what you were saying earlier about Kelly, kind of about the where I'm like, for some reason, I just don't mm. see it, um, mm-hmm. but. You know, we'll keep watching and uh, stay ever vigilant. And I, I would, you know, right. and, and this again would would not be hate towards anyone. We we love we no. love you, and uh, you I think anyone winning would be fun. We're just trying to predict. Yes, don't take it personal, you freaking losers. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Yes. Thank you so much, Omer. This was amazing. It's amazing. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yes. We'll see you all next oh, week. Oh, you should. Mm-hmm. You have any more 42 down the pipeline? You should get Lindsay. And maybe I, we should just keep the pattern going. We've yeah. been talking to Lindsay, and we, we, you know, she's on the short list for the upcoming episodes. Please Ooh. pressure your castmates to talk to us. 
Yeah. Most of them get, get back to us. I feel like the one we're chasing most is Jenny Kim. She hasn't replied to our DMs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can send her a text. Text. The elusive Chanteuse. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Thank you. There's so much no for... greater Jenny Kim stands than this uh, podcast. No, That's exactly. What I'm saying. We'll get to the bottom of uh, who's who's selling feet pics with her. She'll let <laughs> oh, yes. to be continued. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm like, okay, we got to end this now so I can get the routine. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, thank you all so much for listening. Yeah. See you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.